You're listening to the Shamelessly Feminine Podcast, the place for the kick-ass woman who needs a kick in the ass. Your host, Jen Rosenbaum, is giving you the tools to shed shame and live the biggest life possible. So kick off your heels, get comfy, and get ready to be the boss of your life. Today's podcast is... um, Well, it's interesting. We definitely get down and dirty. I'm talking today to Jen Eden. She is a sugar addiction expert, an author, and an empowerment coach. And what I love about her is that for 14 plus years, she's been teaching others how to take back control of what they eat and drink without dieting, deprivation, or denial, which is amazing because who wants to feel like they're on a diet and they can't have things? So today we talk a lot about that, but we also talk about gut health and different emotional things we go through in life and our, our triggers with food. And uh, we talk about vaginas. So if you're a guy, you may not want to listen to this podcast, or maybe you do, so you can understand how they work. But we really, we talk about poop too. <laughs> so we get down and dirty. It's an amazing podcast. For me, I know it's going to be life-changing. Um, Jen is just incredible. Her energy is intense in the best way. And I hope you enjoy all the learning and the inspiration that comes from what you're about to hear right now. Okay. So we're talking about sugar today. I used to say, <laughs> my friend Jen is here with me, and I used to say, Jen, that, sh- that candy is like its own food group because I used to be like super addicted to candy. So <laughs> I'm just going to confess that right off the bat, and then, uh, and then I'm going to introduce you so now I feel better. So <laughs> welcome, Jen Eden, to my podcast, The Shamelessly Feminine Podcast. How are you today? Thank you, Jen. Get it all out. <laughs> no guilt on this podcast. This is the guilt-free podcast. Yeah, shame-free. Shamelessly, sugar addicted. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Shame-free sister. Love it. That's right. So Jen, let's start with, um, tell everybody who you are, what you do, why you're so awesome. <sighs> okay. So I am Jen Eden, and I always say that I'm a recovering sugar addict. So anybody who has any shame, this is the place to drop it and leave it. Um, it's just been a long journey for me. And when I was able to figure that out in my late twenties, I dedicated my life to helping other people because I think those, you know, people who are listening know, you know, what you eat really does affect how you feel and what you think. And when you make it about that, it's amazing how quickly sugar can come out of your diet when it's not about how you look, but it's more about how you want to feel and you make that connection. Um, It changes your whole life. So I help women really connect those two together. So can we talk about, I mean, this is a big question and I'm sure you don't have like one singular answer for it, but how do you do that? Like this is, I'm going to make another confession. This is an area that I'm really super struggling with in my life right now, especially being, you know, um, recovering and still dealing with certain things from cancer. I know that sugar is cancer's best friend and I know I shouldn't be eating it, but we have those moments of like, well, I, but I still want to live my life and I really like ice cream, you know, or, and so, you know, how do you kind of resolve that? And I know, I know, like I'm putting the spoon in my mouth and I'm like, this is not going to make me feel good. And tomorrow at the gym, I'm going to hate myself. And when I get on the scale, I'm going to hate myself. But in the moment, you know, there's a part of your brain that goes, ah, just eat the effing ice cream. (laughs) You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I love that you said the brain. So first of all, I educate, right? So I do a lot of education and sugar does light up the same part of the, the brain that like cocaine does. 
Yes. So a lot of times I'll take a look at, so what's going on in a woman's life, right? In that moment, like what's out of balance? Because while it definitely can be a gut, we can talk about this, a gut issue, right? Your gut can be out of balance. It's, it's also, there's an emotional component. So a lot of times I will work all the time. I'll work with both of those pieces. Is it physiological? Is it emotional? Um, and in the case with wanting ice cream, so I'm like, I love ice cream. I get it. And I will say that I run this awesome, it's called a 21 day reclaim your mojo challenge. And when a woman gets a taste of, uh, literally a taste of what it feels like to eat clean, they still will have the ice cream, but it, it becomes a different kind of choice, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. It's shameless. It's probably, I find it's not as often. And a lot of women, the way I do it, you know, I'll, I'll opt out or I teach that there are tons of ways to have it potentially just without cane sugar. Mm. See, people put sugar under the same like umbrella yeah, and like not all sugar is created equal. So cane sugar for me coming from a family of addiction and uh, mental illness, it just lights me up. Which is so like, when you say cane it's sugar, it's like white sugar. Yeah. White sugar. Absolutely. Okay. Cane sugar. You just see sugar on a label. That is, that is cane sugar. Um, brown sugar, cane sugar. There's a million names for it, but I find that one in particular is extremely addictive for women. Extremely. So once you have it once, it sits on your tongue and then you want it right the next day, the next day, the next day. But when I can get it out of your diet for a week or two on end, because I'm calling it an experiment, right? Not a diet. Mm. You start to get a feel for what it's like and how your brain thinks different when you're not on it. Does that make sense? And you choose from an entirely different place. You just, and it's been really helpful. Well, and that's a good point because then, you know, you eat the ice cream and you're feeling guilty as you eat it. And then you're not enjoying it where if you make the choice, like, okay, I'm going to have this, I'm going to enjoy it and it's going to be done. That's like a whole different experience. I love that. That's yeah. right. So I teach through experimentation is probably what you're getting. That's right. If you're going to have it, you better friggin' enjoy it. Yeah. It is I don't do anything around guilt. Um, yeah. I, I'm about undoing guilt and shame. So because yeah. that causes more cravings. Right. Because then you feel bad about yourself and you're like, I need ice cream because I feel bad about myself. <laughs> So true. I mean, welcome to my life. So I was going to actually ask you about the differences between sugar because I have experimented with the keto diet and Mm -hmm. like on keto, sugar, sugar, right? Like fruit is sugar, 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 everything sugar is sugar. Oh, the ketogenic diet, ketogenic diet, right? Being in ketosis. Yes. So tell me, is this true? Is it true in your opinion? And here's the other thing, my daughter, (laughs) who I will say like, oh, you can't eat, don't eat too much of that. It's, you know, like she'll be sitting down and eating like a package of strawberries and I'll be like, oh my God, it's a lot of sugar, you know? And, and she'll say to me, come on, mom, it's fruit, you know? So like, this is like, this is a confusing area, I think. And, And when we grow up, we're not taught this stuff. So tell me, give me the skinny on it. Oh, I love it. So <clears throat> always choose fruit over any other sugar, right? That's preferably organic without the chemicals and all the chemicals in this case, if we're talking fruit and pesticides, because that absolutely messes with your gut yeah. and things that mess with your gut cause cravings. Okay. That's just another piece of it. So definitely organic, please, please, please. Um, fruit is packed with vitamins and minerals. It just is. So 
to me, it's in a different category than the white stuff we were talking about. And with that said, for those who are triggered at all by sugar, my challenge, I'll bring it up because it makes sense in this case, actually says to remove most of it as an experiment, right? Not for life, as an experiment, with the exception of very low sugary fruits, which are your berries. Mm. Blueberries, strawberries, raspberries, blackberries. I quote unquote allow those so women can experience having most sugar out, including fruit. But for those listening and they want to next level it and maybe get that protein bar out, right? They have these cravings at three o'clock. Please grab a piece of fruit. You Mm. can't go wrong with a piece of fruit. But getting to your point about the ketogenic diet, I don't, first of all, I don't believe in any one diet, although Mm -hmm. I do the ketogenic diet a lot, like intermittent fasting, Mm -hmm. because it, it feels good to me. So I'm having a delicious protein shake in this moment. And I actually haven't eaten up until now. Like I just ate mm-hmm. late last night. So I was fasting all morning. Um, me too, by the way. I still haven't eaten yet today. Okay, I love us. Yay. But for me, I was like, let me have it. And so it's got blueberries in it and mm-hmm. cinnamon, anti-inflammatory. It's got uh, a vegan uh, collagen protein in there, some water, some hemp seeds, anti-inflammatory, good omega-3s. And so that, that to me feels great. But getting back to your point, it, it really depends on the woman, but I don't know anyone that's addicted to fruit. <laughs> like I just ate 10 bananas. Like, Except, okay. But here's a, here's a question I have for you. Like, this is like yeah, a, a legit question. Don't laugh at me. Is fruit like a gateway drug? Like, do you know what I mean? Because oh. there are times where like, I'll be like, oh, I'm craving something really sweet and I'll have strawberries. Right. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, you know, it'd be so good with these strawberries, chocolate. (laughs) Or like, do you know what I mean? Like uh, sometimes I feel like even just having a sweet drink, even if it's a diet drink and it doesn't have calories, sugar, Mm. whatever, it's, um, you know, it sort of triggers the cravings. So maybe it does for you. So if we were working right together one-on-one for me, that's a big aha. So strawberries don't do that for me. They actually- Have you had chocolate covered strawberries? (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh, I love you. Where are we going with this? <laughs> I'm just teasing. Okay. Yes, no, no, I love it. I love it. But right. So for you individually speaking, right? Like that triggers the thought of chocolate covered strawberries. So for me, I would say, well, then if that is a trigger for you right now and we're looking to reduce the amount of sugar given what you're dealing with health-wise, you're not eating strawberries with me. You're probably having a green apple if you're okay with that, slicing it up, having a few bites and seeing if you're triggered. Yeah. A lot of what I do is try it and see if you're triggered. An right. apple for me totally takes cravings away. One, I like green apples. They're tart, a little less sugar. And so that works for me. Um, most people. So you're so like I, so in touch with these things. Like you, you, I hear uh, you saying a lot like that feels good to me. It feels right to me. So many of us are not in touch with those feelings because we're so busy. And by the way, you guys, Jen has like a gaggle of children. How old are your children? <laughs> They're, they're five, eight, and ten. Yeah, yeah boy, so, girl, girl. Right. So and I so would like I to teach say, them this. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So I was just going to say I'd like to say that you know I'm going to say to you, well, I have kids and I have a job and I'm busy, but I know you're going to be like, well, bullshit. So am I. So I can't use right. that excuse. But the truth is that you know we are busy and we eat stuff and we're on the run and we're throwing it in our mouth and mm-hmm. we don't have time to see how it makes us feel. So how do you get around that? Well. You have to admit, right? Even just having this conversation with me, I got you thinking now. So when this is when this conversation is long gone, 
I put a little seed in your head like, hmm, next time I eat strawberries, I'm going to notice if I really just want one or two Mm. or do I really want 10? And some of it is just starting to notice. Like that's what I call step one to permanent change because first of all, I'm all about permanent change. I'm not into this. Try this and it'll work for a week and then gone. So, And by the way, I'm going to interrupt you for one second and tell everybody that that you're like super hot. Everybody should know that. That you are, you're like super hot. Okay, go on. It's like, yeah, I mean, muscles, I love it. So like if Thank I could look you. like you and make some permanent change, I'd be very happy. So, okay, continue. Permanent change. Oh, um, <laughs> I'm just going to say thank you. That means so much. Yeah. It's, um, <clears throat> it's a lot of work, right? So this is another, another really truth bomb you threw in, which I love, love, love. You said we're on the go, we're busy. And so this happens to be my, my zone of genius. So it's fair for women listening to say, oh my God, I want to be like her, but it's also my zone of genius. So I better be freaking good at it. It's where I put my energy and I know you're amazing at where you put your energy. So in all fairness, like for women listening, it doesn't need to be me. I always say this to people, like get support where it's not your zone of genius. Mm. I'm not the hottest at marketing and I can write a blog post, but you don't want me to do anything creative around it. Like I hired an amazing woman. That's her zone of genius. So if it's fair to say that it's, it's my zone of genius. And I'm also, I'm highly sensitive since I was a kid and it wasn't until I really figured out, wow, that's another zone of genius for me that I'm able to teach other right. Highly sensitive women that you too can slow down just enough that you can start noticing for yourself what triggers you, what makes you feel good? Because when we start putting, so I'm also addicted to feeling good, which is Mm -hmm. why you said like, yeah, eating clean is good, but I'm addicted to feeling good more than I'm addicted to sugar. Mm -hmm. So I teach us to do this. Here's another quick tip. I teach women that there's a pause. Actually, we don't know this one a lot, Jen, but there's a pause between having a craving and then eating it. Mm -hmm. It's a pause button. So I teach women to expand and like make bigger the pause button so that you can think a little bit before you go for the ice cream. I love chocolate, the chocolate. I love cookies. I love a lot. I mean, that's why I'm a recovering addict, you know, um, having the cookie, there's a pause button and in there is room for change. Does Mm. that make sense? Yes. And so I ask women, well, think about how you will. So after you've done my challenge, if you want to do it, you ask yourself, because you start to notice how good you feel being off it. it. Is it worth it? Because I eat the stuff like I had. Here's a reveal for me. We're coming home from Vermont and my kids love these. It's called maple creamies mm-hmm. from this fun shop. And the kids didn't want it any more of it. And I'm like, you know what? I really wanted one, but I didn't get it. So like I finished it for them and it was just fun to join in with them. But then I was done and it was a choice knowing the next day I'll probably be a little lethargic Sugar makes me a little cranky, mm-hmm. but I know it. And it was a choice. And then I was done. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think that that's probably where most women struggle is the done. But, you know, because we also like, we have a moment of like, well, I screwed up my day. I, I ate something I shouldn't have. So I might as well just screw up the rest of the day. And wait, I'm going to stop you there. So that line of thinking, right, is the empowerment piece that I do. It's really important. Yeah. So you didn't screw up the day. So one day will never destroy you. I just call it like upgrading your thinking. Did you enjoy it? So I also only eat and I only drink on occasion, but I do it only when I'm feeling good. Mm. So I'm the opposite of most. I won't eat or drink anything that will kind of lower 
how good I feel mm-hmm. unless I'm already feeling really good. So I don't drink in a lot of company. Like I drink with like my besties because for me, it's adding to the joy, right. Versus covering up something. Right. Um, but, uh, and I'm happy to share cause you've revealed so much, you know, I do this because of my history of anxiety and depression. So growing up with a family history of that, that um, eating and drinking that way, it really does lower energy. I think it lowers your defenses against those things in a way, you know, in a way, because I think that I can only tell you from dealing with my own, you know, I've, I've been very public about dealing with depression and anxiety from my cancer and that, you know, when I drink or when I eat something crappy, it does lower my defense mechanism against those things because then I feel bad about myself or I'm sluggish or I don't have energy. And I, it's sort of a downward spiral. It's like, oh, well, uh, I'm never going to get back to where I was. So I, you know, I'm whatever. And then where's the ice cream? And, you know, it just lowers your defenses, I find. Yeah. And can we go there from a, since I have a biochemistry background, it inflames your brain. Like yeah. it literally inflames your gut for sure, which we could get into if you want, but is really where a lot of cravings come from. Okay. Legitimately, other than this emotional piece, but it like, I can feel my brain, <laughs> I can feel my brain inflamed. So I feel like those thoughts you're having are the same ones I have. And thank you for sharing so publicly because right. We set women free Yeah. when we share from the heart, but I swear my brain feels inflamed. And when my brain's inflamed, I have those thoughts too. Yeah. And and you know, there's like different parts of your brain. Like uh, my brain will start going places. And then there's the other part of my brain that's like, knock it off. You know that this shit isn't real. Like stop thinking like that. Don't be so dumb, you know, just shut it down. And so it's like, there's different parts of your brain too. And that part of like the shut it down, you're being stupid gets weaker when you don't take care of it. I think. I love that. I call it a muscle, even though some people don't want to call it that. I say that all the time. Yeah. But it is. And when you strengthen the way, like I strengthen my biceps and my body to be strong, when we strengthen that muscle, we're able to actually quiet that like annoying little pestering part of us. Mm -hmm. It it gets right smaller and smaller so that she's in the background. Mm. Yeah. And that's, so that's like a frustrating part for me because I'm really good at that. In fact, as, as we are chatting, um, you know, I'm writing a book that's coming out in January and, um, part of it is like flipping the script and, and training your brain and all those things. However, for, and I'm really good at it, except in all areas of my life, except this one. So it's so interesting because, and you know, it's something I definitely want to even talk to you more about even after this, because I think that I'm not the only one that will say that to you. And I think especially for women entrepreneurs that are listening and working women that are listening and women that are go-getters that are listening, that are like type A in the rest of their lives, that go after everything they want and get it. And yet in this one area, they struggle. I mean, yesterday I met with a friend of mine. She might even be listening. I'm not going to name her, but um, she's, she, I'm working with her on some stuff. And she said to me, oh, I have this title for this book I want to write about losing weight, but it'll never happen. And I don't have to worry about it. And I said to her, well, it'll never happen because you say it'll never happen. <laughs> like, let's just start with that right there. And she's like, you know, you're right. You know, it's like, so it's just like the, like you say, going back to the brain and the things that we think, and I know how important it is, but I, I know, and she's successful in all other areas of her life. But I just think that so many of us have that one thing where we just can't get over that hurdle and it sort of takes over our brain and we're like, well, I'm not worthy. I'm not good. I'm not happy because this one area isn't working, even though all the other areas are. And this is, oh God, you're like a walking advertisement for like who I best serve. Can I just say it? Like, because 
when we're, because it's me, it's some version of me, right? That I've healed, which is why when you say it, I'm like, yes, all women that come to me say that because it's with all due respect, because it's not in one book. And if there was, well, I did write a book. (laughs) So that's a good, I mean, but because it's for, so, so women who don't know 14 years plus I've been doing this work and I'm a recovering addict. I mean, I'm 43. I have no problem with sharing that. So I don't know, 20 years. I mean, I've been working on this a long time, right? So when you've been working at your craft for so long, you get really good. And because it's never one piece. You know how you said it's the strawberries and my brain was like, all right, well, I immediately said, well, then for you, I'm probably removing those and giving you something else. Yeah. I'm taking a look at your gut health. I'm seeing how many hours you work and do you have enough pleasure in there? Because it needs to balance. And women who are type A, while I love it because I'm the same, we need to find a balance because we'll go to sugar. Sugar actually, while it wreaks havoc, as you know, on the body, it does initially have a calming effect, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I'm nervous. Uh, I'm going to have a little ice cream and you go, oh, mm-hmm. and then it wreaks havoc later and you want more, but yeah. it does give you that initial pleasure, right? I call it a hit. Yeah. So it's, I don't know, is that helpful for women listening? Like it's all these pieces together and it's a customized plan for you. Yeah. You know, I even gave, like, as we're talking about this, I'm thinking, you know what I did recently? I gave up gum and it's so, it's so, I'm like a gum addict. Like I love gum. And I realized that I would like reach for it every time I was looking for something sweet. And I would think to myself, well, it's better than eating something sweet. So I'll just have gum, but I realized it wasn't enough, you know, like it wasn't enough. Like, okay, well I had that, but I still want something sweet. So, and, I- and wait, so stay with me. So can I up level that thought? Cause that's brilliant for a lot of women who chew gum. Not only does it disrupt your digestive system. So now you're not even able to tell, am I hungry or not? Right. So the disconnect for a lot of women around, am I even hungry? How hungry am I? And what do I friggin' want to eat? Not what did the 19 million diets I've been on tell me to eat? What do I want to eat? So not only does it do that, but uh, it's been really hard to find a gum that doesn't have sucralose, mm-hmm. aspartame, cane sugar. Um, I'm on a hunt. Like, this is what I do. I might have found one with xylitol, which some women can t- tolerate, which, by the way, if you don't know, it's a sugar alcohol. By the way, I've so had that gum. Because... It's great for diabetics, but for yeah. me, I'm gassy, annoyed, angry. I... So gum also has these chemicals in it and chemicals cause cravings, right? So I know we're doing a a crash course 101 with Jen and Jen, but um, I don't know, helpful? Yeah, well, it's really helpful because I think that, you know, listen, when I got cancer, I was like, what the fuck? I was like the green juice drinking, (sighs) yoga going, you know? But then I really, like, even now I'm still looking at my life and going, wait a minute, there's so many areas in my life that need cleanup it's almost overwhelming, you know? And I think that this is partially why, like I really reached out to you and hunted you down. I was like, I need you on the podcast because, you know, I I have a lot of listeners who are busy entrepreneurial women who are moms, but who are also cancer survivors or survivors of any sort of health and life things. Like, I mean, I want to talk to, I do want to talk about gut health, but I want to talk first about things like cancer, but not just that as women, we go through these stages of our lives, right? Like, like, fertile years. And then we have our children and we stop taking care of ourselves because we're so busy taking care of them. And then, you know, menopause and illnesses and, and, you know, every, everything that goes, I mean, I don't think that there's like 
a, a normal day in a woman's life. I really don't like, I always say to men, like you no, have it so easy. You have no idea, you know, but like, we're like PMS, post MS. I don't know. <laughs> like it's just, and, and can I just share for women so that, I mean, not that they can't relate already, but so I'm a survivor. I don't think, you know, of a near death gas explosion. I saw that in your profile. Can we talk about that for a second? We can go there because there's a level of compassion we have for each other and a different way of thinking with all due respect for those who haven't survived something like cancer or near death or autoimmune, you know, there's a rebirth that happens for us, which I know. So go there, ask away. But when a woman rebirths herself, she's on a mission. And those are my favorite women because we'll stop at nothing, no costs, no nothing. Just give me the real deal and teach me. And I so love and appreciate that given. Yeah. Yeah. So how, so how do you deal with a lot of women that are going through these different changes in their lives? And, you know, do you find that like, generally speaking, there's like a harder time than others. Like I'm on, I'm on medication right now. I'm on tamoxifen, which is a hormone inhibitor for anybody who doesn't know. I'm just going to explain my cancer was hormone fed. It was estrogen fed. So the hormone blocker blocks estrogen from getting to my cells, which means I have all the symptoms of menopause without actually being in menopause. But now they're talking about changing my medication and putting me into menopause. And I'm terrified, Jen. Like, you know, I'm, I'm going to be 43 years old next week. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm too young to be like gaining weight. And, you know, I, I just, I can't, do, and not that anybody's like, oh, okay, I'm 60. I'm okay with gaining weight. Like, you know, not, we're just never like that, but no. you know, I'm terrified and, you know, I don't know. I just wonder, do you deal with women that go through this and the changes and how it affects the way that they yes. eat and what they crave? Yes. And there, I mean, you saw me get soft. I have like deep level of compassion for, for what you're going through. Let's just go there with stress real quick. So stress is a huge part of, it's a huge part of this. And I feel like that gets, that doesn't get addressed in the medical community and not knocking it. But stress is a big piece because that like affects cortisol. our oh yeah. Mm. That affects our hormones, all of them, and causes craving. So where are we going with this? So give me a question and you'll direct me. But it it's just like it's another facet of this is finding ways to deal with the children, the mm. business. So you're really marriage, dealing, you're you not have. just dealing with what people put in their mouths. You're really dealing with the whole big picture of life for them. Uh, I have to, or they can go see a nutritionist and I respect that. But nutritionists, right, are, are really just food centered for the most part, yeah. chicken and broccoli. And my line is like, you'd never pay me and I don't want your money if I'm most likely going to tell you what you already know. My job and like what juices me up is I call myself like I'm the blind spot for women driving in a car and that spot you can't see in the, in that side. That's yeah. Jen Eden. That's my job. I'm yeah. your blind spot. And I love that. Cause you know, you can go to any nutritionist and they can say to you eat boiled chicken and broccoli and you know, like that's great, but who wants to live like that? <laughs> you know, I really, okay, so we're also party people with a life. Right. Who comes to talk to me? You're not in a cave. It's so easy with all due respect to go on one of these retreats for three weeks, Costa Rica, you detox. But what is your friggin' life like when you come home? See, when I go on vacation, uh, it's not a vacation from my life. I friggin' love my life. So I will eat and drink, but it's never like 
to go to hell with myself because I'm coming home and I still love my life. Um, yeah. Not to mention most alcohol makes me like crazy. Yeah. Except tequila. Thank goodness for that. Oh dear God. So tequila is <laughs> an upper, which this is not a call about alcohol, but stay with me for women who like are listening, who want to have a drink. You have, you know, autoimmune and other stuff. We could talk again, but for those listening like I have to live Jen so I do it sugar-free I do um it's called Q mm-hmm. Q people do Q tonic I love Q club club okay. soda squeeze of fresh lime yes and Patron so I did this last night that's all I do I'm not gonna lie to you this is my new drink of course Kilo um, club soda lime mm-hmm. and muddled jalapeno <sighs> so good if you like How spicy. even talking about this? I love that this, I've had that drink. We should meet at Besito in like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so Swallow makes me that drink. I forget we're local. So for those yeah. who- Yeah, so we live near- Jen lives, Jen lives in actually the town next to where I grew I up. Too. So I, yeah. That's yeah, great. so Swallow is a great place too. Yeah, all and right. So make- that drink amazing. Oh, okay. I, I love that I have you on my podcast and I'm organizing drinks. Okay, let's- Hey, but here's the beautiful thing. You ready? Because people think, oh my God, she does sugar. This is a perfect segue, right? I don't want to talk about it. I'm embarrassed. Oh my God. Um, I eat a lot of it. That's the beauty. I have it too. It's just feeling in control of having it and not is what is empowering to women and really has them get rid of the shame, right? Shameless. Right. It's, It's just feeling in control of it versus powerless. Right, which is an addi- which is really addiction. I mean, you know, it's addiction if it's if it's affecting your life, right? Isn't that mm-hmm. definition mm-hmm. of addiction? You know, if it's affecting and, the quality of your life, that's right. And taking it out like gives you an emotion versus I'm just going to take it out because, like, for me, I know it's out this week. I'm right. So, like, if upset. you're listening to this and you're like, "Oh, no big deal," I'm just going to stop. Well, you're not addicted, so move on to the next podcast. But if you. <laughs> My podcast, not somebody else. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, I mean, you're talking about this and I'm definitely having emotions internally and I'm going, yeah, I'm addicted. Like I, I am definitely addicted. And you know, when I met you, I was like, I need her in my life. And at that point I, I wasn't, I wasn't ready. Do you know what I mean? Like I was like, "Mm," I had, I was just out of chemo and I was like, yeah, I'm not ready to give up the cookie. So I'm going to put a little distance between us. And then when I'm ready, (laughs) we'll come back. But yeah, you know, it's, there's definite, there's definite emotions for sure. And I, and I, and I'm, if anyone's listening and has the same emotions, I mean, I, I have to, I would have to think that there's a lot of women that are going through the same thing. So just to say that you're not alone. So can we talk about gut health for a minute? Cause like, um, probiotics are my friends. Sort of. <laughs> okay. Okay. Can I ask the sort of? What's yeah. Up? Well, so I, this is like something I've never talked about before. And this is like really TMI. Are you guys ready? Like if you're Thank a dude you. listening to this, you might want to shut this off right now uh, or it. like earmuffs. Um, so after um, I was off, uh, after I stopped chemo and I went on tamoxifen, it wreaked havoc in my body and I was having severe um, bacterial, like BV infections and yeast infections continuously for five months, one and then the other and then the other. And so like the treatment for one would trigger the other. It was like a whole thing. And it was a horrible, it was very painful and a very horrible way to live when you're finally like, oh, I'm cancer free. I'm ready to get on with my life. And then all of a sudden you have all these infections. So I ended up seeking somebody out, like a holistic practitioner who helped me and put me on this ridiculous regimen. I mean, I was taking so many pills every 
say you can't even imagine, yeah. but she was able to get my gut back to a place that I didn't have, you know, the doctor gave me a hundred prescriptions, Jen. Like I was like on seven rounds of Diflucan. I was on 10 rounds of antibiotics. One was just feeding the other, you know? Um, So she put me on these probiotics, which I was on prior. You know, they want you off of them during chemo. They don't want anything that will help anything good during chemo. But when I had my surgeries and whatnot, I was on probiotics. Just the chemo just wrecked my body. So um, anyway, I feel good now, but um, it took literally, literally five months for, and even the probiotics took like a good month to really kick in and, and start working. So I'm a huge advocate for probiotics. Um, so yeah, I mean, talk about them a little bit and talk about gut health. And, and it's something I'm still struggling with in some other areas of my gut okay. health, I think. So I'm curious to what you have to say about that. And can I just acknowledge you for one second? Just one for, for talking about my vagina on my podcast. Yeah, like, let's do it. I've got friends. I'm all about the VJ, right? It's what makes us so special. We get to make humans. Right. We are like superior. Just saying, I'm just saying, I got to just call. You know what I have to tell you? I saw a specialist last week. So I made, I made an appointment with this uh, gynecological specialist when I was going through all this stuff and it took me so long to get an appointment with her. So I I saw her last week and she's examining me and she says, you know, you have a really beautiful vagina. And I was like, thank you. So I'm just going to put that out there after like, talking about poorly about it because I do like to thank you thank you (laughs) I respect the vagina we could go there I have no problem saying the word I have two girls they're like mommy how's the vagina like that should be a a, a word that's okay that's a man-driven society for another day of why that word is not cool but in my house it's not vj it's vagina but um So I wanted to just acknowledge that you went through all that and that you, this is what I'm talking about, us type A entrepreneurs, you can't hold us down. Like you're going to figure that out. Mm-hmm. And what, and I love when you said it was like five months and you were like, it was long five months. In my head, I was thinking you were so lucky. It was only five months. Like, well, you know, years. I, so you have a strong system. Yeah. Way. I mean, this is why you have to be your own advocate too, mm. because the doctors, it was all like, give it another week, give it another prescription, you know, we'll wait another month, you know? And I was just like, no, I'm sorry, you guys. But like, I want to, I, I, I had it out with my gynecologist. I finally said to her, you know what? You might want to wait another week or two weeks. I said, I've been waiting, you know, six months now to have my life back and I'm done. So if you're not going to help me, I'm going to find somebody who will. And that's essentially what I did. And, you you know, you really have to be your own advocate that way. And it's also about like understanding your body and knowing like, okay, something is off. I mean, I had never had an infection in my entire life before that. It was just like out of nowhere. So yeah. So thank you. I'm not trying to make this about me. I want to... No, but but acknowledging ourselves is part of this. So... Thank you for acknowledging. And I just couldn't let that go. So, okay. So back to gut health. So something really important that you mentioned, like you said, like it's back in balance, but women don't know if it's fragile. Our, our, our gut. So fragile. So it's in balance yesterday, but it might not be in balance today. But the beauty is when we catch it quick, mine never flies too off the friggin' handle anymore. The way it used to it, right? Like it's, it's like a dance I do every day. Literally like talk about TMI, like that, how you doing? Yeah. Like looking at the stools in the toilet, we can go there and be like, how do they look? By the way, like, I, I Googled that so, this morning. We're like Google? really getting like down. Is that okay? Dirt. This morning I Googled poop yeah. chart. 
But this is the stuff I talk about with women. Like, you're going to hire me. Like, we got to go there because that tells you the health of your intestines. And if you're not sure, your friggin' stools are going to tell you. So, right, for women who are like, I don't know what this woman's talking about. Well, your stools will tell you. Are they loose? Google poop chart and you'll know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. To the point, you're ready, where you said, Jen, like, maybe in the beginning you were saying about me, like, or I said, I know my craft. We're not taught this in school. And I teach my kids to the mm-hmm. point where I'm like, TMI, I'm sure it looks good. I don't want to go in there. But, th- th- but in all seriousness, they'll say, mom, I feel a little off today. And we've made it socially acceptable if we're in our house. Can you look? And I love that at five, eight and 10, the five-year-old is like, how does it look? And I say that because she was born not well. And mm-hmm. I was born not well. I mean, I had a cyst on my neck. I was on antibiotics the first year of my life. Yeah, it's crazy. One whole year from birth to one. N- n- what's a probiotic? Right. Not breastfed one whole year. So you know why I was an addict too? Because my gut was wrecked. Yeah. Until I fixed it in my 20s, 30s. Um, but I bring it up because my daughter was born not well. And for those listening, if you're like, oh, wow, I have a history of that or my children do. Let's catch it now mm-hmm. because it just, yeah, right, it, it, it grows on itself is what I want to say to the point where I had gastritis, I had a near ulcer, you know, and yeah. And there's so many things that we experience that we don't realize is, is related back to food and to gut health and like anxiety and depression is related. Yeah. So let's go there quick related to the gut on mm-hmm. days. If women are listening and they're starting to feel off, so energetically, like I'm like this, the way you're hearing me all the time, like I don't really drink caffeine, but when I have days where I wake up and I feel off, I know my gut is out. Yeah. It's a, it's a direct relationship for women who don't know serotonin, the feel good hormone, right. That's in a lot of, in, in antidepressants, mm-hmm. it's actually made in your gut mm. and don't quote me, but I think it's more than 70% is made in your gut. Mm. Oh! So for me, I don't even need to be able to like be some magician to look in my gut. If I'm off mentally, I'm like, all right, Jen, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing to put it back? And could you see how, if that's the case and you come to me or someone does and they want to feel good, why they might not choose sugar that day? Yeah. Because they know that they're on a plan to get back to feeling good versus, ah, I'll just have it. Right. But if there's a, a goal we love goals, don't we? Yeah, yeah. You're goal-oriented, so am I. So if there's a goal, that's another way to... I don't know if that's too much or I'm talking too much about it, but... It's another no, way yeah, I agree. It. And I guess the, the real catch here is the addiction part of it is like, you know, are you willing to forego that immediate feeling good for the long-term feeling good? Because that's really, I think, where so many people make the mistake. They go, well, I know it'll make me feel better in the end, but if I, I just need it right now. I just need the fix right now. But, but that's where, let's upgrade that, right? So you said in the end, but for women, what the hell does that mean when just had a fight, really difficult client, client conversation? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Business is slow. That, it, but when I say, you ready, that your taste buds could change in seven days Yeah. and, and mean it, women go, oh, I can do anything for seven days because I'm going to trust Jen because I only right. do what works. Is that is it right? So yeah. like all of a sudden you've got someone on your, in your corner who's telling you, wow, it could be seven days. And if it's not, I'm so sorry. 
let's go a few more. Right. Maybe it's um, 10. Mm-hmm. You made it this far. <laughs> yeah. 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 But right. Like it's, yeah. 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 We're just not taught this stuff and our guts are sensitive They're I mean, I saw, you know, you nodded like they're sensitive. Yeah. So one day we're good. And the next day like, Oh, is it too much sugar? Is it stress? How are we sleeping? And this is the stuff that I run through with women. Are you drinking enough water? Yeah, we so need to talk. I don't sleep either. <laughs> it's really, yeah, we so need to talk. So I, I um, there was another question I had for you. It's escaping me. Hold on. Do you go out to eat? Ah! Like this is the thing. Do you want to hear what I know. said? I mean, I, I know you go out to eat, but like it's a it's a uh, it's a rhetorical question because the I said to my husband the other day, you know, it's summer. We're going out to eat a little bit more than we usually do, and I said to him, you know. I could probably lose weight, but we can't have a social life anymore. Like yeah. I can't, there's something about going to the restaurants or whatever. That's also a trigger, you know, well, and you know, I know that I can get over it cause it used to be travel for me. Right. Like, cause I travel a ton and I used to be like, well, I'm in this city. I need to have the thing that this city makes. And now I'm like, you know what? You travel too much to give yourself that leeway. You need to like, oh, nice job, yourself. Sister. but eating out is the same thing. And I'm not saying that there's not healthy options out there. Of course there are, but like who wants to go to a fancy cool restaurant with your friends and get like, you know, steamed salmon and broccoli. <laughs> like it's like, that's so lame. You know what I mean? So I tell me you. how you approach eating out. <laughs> it's true. Jen, I'm just being honest. <laughs> I love you. Cause you, <laughs> cause you called it like lame broccoli or like, like the word lame kills it. And with all fairness to what you're saying, it is, it is not as easy to just say, I'm not going to have that because I travel a lot. It, it's friggin' tricky. And I don't want to say it's a conspiracy because I know conspiracy theories, but it, it's really hard going out to eat. There's chemicals and everything. Yeah. So with all fairness, if you go out to eat and you go, well, I think I'm doing a good job, but I come home and I feel bloated and off and the weight doesn't come off. It's because it's not your friggin' fault. And even I go out and even though I ask for things a certain way, you can't do it five days a week. So let's just, so I'm the queen of honesty. I wouldn't look the way I did if I ate all my meals out. Right. That's just, but I do go out to eat enough where I consider myself normal and social. And cause that's really important. Who wants to, I always say anybody could look and feel great if they lived in a box, had a, a vegan chef right. and, didn't do anything, had no kids and like, oh, they were Oprah. Your, your mo- <laughs> and while I love Oprah, even she struggles, which yeah, tells exactly. me you could own trillions and make a difference in the world. Like I want to do and still friggin' struggle because yeah. it's this other stuff. All right. So going out to eat. Yeah. So, okay. So let me just give a couple of quick tips. Okay. I always focus on the people more than the food. Okay. Which brings up, ah. Uh, who are you going out to eat with, with all yes. fairness? Yes. I go out to eat with people who supercharge me. It's not, oh, I said yes, and two tequila drinks <laughs> yeah. later is going to fucking get me through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do one F-bomb. Okay, so that's number one, right? Like chapter, what, two of my book, just friggin' say no. Yeah. And let's get rid of guilt. Chap- chapter 10 of my book is no is the new yes. How about that? <laughs> We're so connected. I love it. I don't know if it's chapter 10. I haven't laid it out yet, but there is but a it, chapter. No, It could be. Okay, so that's the truth, right? Okay. I can't wait to read it, by the way. (laughs) I love it. So no is the new yes. That's the truth. And okay. So if I just want to eat whatever I want to eat, it's the truth, right? Deliciously said, you know, a Mexican place. How are you going to frigging make that clean? Like 
this cheese. They're, they're, just, ah, enjoy it. Yeah. So that's the difference. <clears throat> if it's once in a while and it's not a steak, you can always make a steak cleaner. Like eat it, but you got to know the next day that you have what I call these, I don't want to call them rules, but you have a muscle that I've, or someone has helped you build up that the next day you want to go clean again because mm-hmm. too many days is going to make you lethargic and it's going to blow you. I don't know anyone that goes out to eat. They're lying. Sorry. And I don't exercise to burn my calories off because I don't do that anymore. That was like my teens. Yeah. And you can't, you can't burn off sugar, yeah. by the way. That's why I have the abs I have. People are like, oh, you must work out. Now, I work out two to three times a week, 45 minutes, but I eat clean and abs are made in the kitchen. So with all due respect, you can't burn that shit off the next day. Um, okay, so going out to eat when I go out a couple times a week, I am careful, but it, it doesn't feel like a sacrifice, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I will ask for, so really important, oils are extremely inflammatory in restaurants. Oils are inflammatory. You don't know what they're putting on stuff. So for me, if I want to eat, I don't know, what can we say, um, fish or something? I don't know what people eat. I, I always say, could you just cook it in extra virgin olive oil? Could you not use what they call blend? Mm-hmm. Blend is extremely inflammatory. Mm-hmm. And when you're inflamed, you do have cravings the next day. It does affect sleep. So I teach these things, simple things like that. You tell them you have allergies to everything. I mean, mm-hmm. there are things you can do. And then all of a sudden, it's amazing. Like, right. Like if you're just like, I don't like butter, they don't give a shit. But if you're like, I'm allergic to it, mm-hmm. then you know, they don't want to Right. So I teach you to say things a certain way, which causes women a lot of anxiety because the same with me, right? You don't want to seem difficult or needy, but you know what? I friggin' like feeling good. And I'm going to, it's also about being shameless. Like I'm going to speak up and ask for what I want. Yeah. And so for me, I have it so that it's asking for what I want. I like my salad a certain way. I don't really want feta in it. And I don't care if it's got that and artichoke hearts. I'm asking for things out. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I come from an empowered place versus, uh, I don't want to be difficult. I don't, I'm not difficult. I'm interested. Yeah. Right. And who's, yeah. and right. And who's, I love that. I'm not difficult. I'm interesting. I love it. Well, cause people sometimes when they want to write, you'll hear this though. Women will hear this, especially empowered women. Some people will feel uncomfortable around them. Oh, you're so difficult. Oh, My trainer happened. said that to me once I yeah. fired him the next day. I yeah. also get rid of what doesn't work immediately. He called me difficult. And I was like, no, I just, I'm interesting. Why yeah. not? you fired? I've heard this. I mean, I go out with guys a lot because my mm. industry is male dominated and we'll go out to yeah. dinner a lot and I'll hear, oh, here we go. Cause I'll say, can you do it without that? Oh, here we go. Yeah. Really? Like, what is that? <laughs> so let's go there. Can we do that? Like, yeah. Okay. So this is the empowered piece of what I teach. So that's their issue. They've either dated with all due respect or been married to Someone who maybe wasn't like, it's none of my business. I'm not their therapist, but it is when it's not about me, I don't care what they say. It's like rolls off a duck's back. Yeah. I like to look and feel good. They usually, so a man who will say that, by the way, with all due respect, and it could be a woman too. I don't want to be gender specific. It's because we're triggering something for them Correct. where they maybe want to speak up, but they don't. And so they're like, ah. I should do this, but she is like, I don't. Yeah. It's, I always say when people, you know, are are hating on you, it says more about them than it does about you. You know, it's their, their thing, not your thing. 
Yeah. So we need but to I also like, I'm also like kind of obnoxious. Like if they say that I take extra long to order because it just pisses <laughs> me off. I'm like, so yeah, good. that is how I order. And here we go. Strap in, you know? <laughs> Love it. I, well, silence is the best one too. I'm just, it's as yeah. if no one said anything. And then I just look and feel great. Like, so I'm also finding the more we look and feel great ourselves, the less I need to say to people. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're probably, you're miserable for saying that in the first place. Right. So yeah. And who's misery loves with you? company I mean, and you can just stay alone. Like, I don't, is that like, yeah, yeah. I totally and, get it. And so, but it, so it is, so wrapping that up or just going, it, it is tricky. It does actually take an education. I am particular with where I go out. I'm not going to lie. Like I'm particular, but, but that's okay. Like I want to be particular because yeah. if I can't navigate a menu, Ah, but I also find, tell me where people like to go to eat. Like we can make it a game show and, and I will be able to tweak it so you can eat there other than McDonald's. I mean, I, right. can't, I can't change food quality. Can I just put in a quick plug? Like I can't change food quality, but I can change how it's, yeah, how, I love it's, that. how it's done and drink tons of water. This tricks I do the next day. Like I'm a woman of tricks because women, like we're talking about, they like to have a life but they also, they want to feel good. So like, just give me the down low. So yeah. there are things you do the next day to, right? Clean it up quicker. So it doesn't yeah. linger. Yeah. Well, I love it. I love everything you have to say. Yeah. I, this conversation between you and I is definitely not over, but um, I want to know, I'm sure that this is going to resonate with people a thousand percent because the truth is the more that we feel good, the better moms we are, the better wives we are, the better women we are, the better business owners we are, the better everything we are. And so, you know, it all really comes from feeling good. So I'm sure that people out there are going to want to reach you. Where can they find you? Amen. I love that. So let's say you can go to my website. You can check me out, jecoaching.com. You're welcome to join my community. I don't know if there's a link. They're welcome to have a copy of my book. I'm going to, I'll put, I'll put all the links in the show notes. Yeah. So let's do that. And you can get me on Facebook. I do a lot there. If you want to just check me out, I do a lot of videos and things where I just teach. So you can find me there, Jeanette and Sugar Addiction Expert. And yeah. Awesome. I, I, we need to get together soon too. It's ridiculous how close we live and we consider, haven't seen each other. Consider it, it done. It's on my, it's on my agenda. Awesome. <laughs> you guys, Jen is infectious. Her Thank energy you. is amazing. And I just really appreciate you being here with me today and sharing all of your nuggets Jen. of knowledge. And uh, I can't re- wait to read the book. And thank you for joining me today. Oh gosh. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Shamelessly Feminine Podcast. If you loved what you heard, be sure to leave a rating and review on iTunes so that more women can learn to live a badass life. To learn more about this movement, go to shamelesslyfeminine.com and join our Shamelessly Feminine Facebook group. Until next time, go out there and be the boss of your life.